Praise be to God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Our message today is taken from Matthew, our gospel reading, and I'd like to read just a couple of verses. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. That's it. That's all Matthew gives us as a backstory to the Magi. He provides no additional details and leaves us with many unanswered questions. And one of those questions that's on the top of my mind is this. How did the wise men make a connection between a rising star and a newborn king? What did they read? What have they heard that might explain their way of thinking? And see, Matthew doesn't invite us into that knowledge. He states only that they saw a star and they followed it. And the lack of details implies that those details must not be all that important. But I'd like to pause here for just a moment because I think there's a point that Matthew is trying to make with these two sentences. And maybe it's a point that is so important that he didn't want it lost among all of the other details. See, in these two verses, he informs us of three things. A star rose, a wise men saw it, a wise men followed it. And what it shows quite plainly is that the wise men were reacting to an event. Their travels were a response to a call. They saw the star as a sign that beckoned them, that called them towards someone. So put it another way, they would not have traveled had not there been a call. So I think what Matthew is trying to impress upon us is that we don't move towards Jesus on our own but instead as a response to being called by him. And that call might come through a miracle of nature, or it might come in the form of a, a kind word or gesture from another person, but it always precedes the journey. And I think there's another message in these same verses as well. Now, oftentimes, I read this passage and think only of 
the wise men searching for Jesus. But a quick evaluation of these verses provide more than enough support for this claim. It says, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw a star when it rose and have come to worship him. Clearly, they were searching for him. But again, there seems to be another layer, a deeper layer. For if the wise men were responding to God's call, then is it less important about them searching and much more about them being found? Didn't the sign come from God? Wasn't it a sign that he knew they would surely not overlook? See, what Matthew is telling us in this passage is that it's not about finding God. It's about being found by him. It's, it's about being so important to the creator that he stops at nothing to connect with us. So God called them. They responded. And this response led them to Jerusalem in search of this new king. And once in the city, their inquiries, their searching became a sign for Herod. The news of this baby king was his sign from God. He wasn't monitoring the heavens. He was monitoring his political hold. And he perceived that this birth was a challenge to his reign. You see, God had gotten his attention. He had assembled the chief priests. He assembled the scribes. And they led him on his own journey. Not out of the city in search of Jesus, but into God's word. And it was there that the king encountered Jesus, right there in his own temple. Verse 6, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. That's what he heard. Face to face, king to king, God sought him out. And he led Herod to himself. How, then, would he respond? Well, we know how he responds. And it was a response that was not from a heart aligned to God. Because he sent an army to kill children in hopes of securing his own 
political stronghold on the nation. See, the wise men, on the other hand, encountered the bodily presence of God, and they responded in worship. Two very different responses to God. Two very different responses to an encounter with Jesus. Now, 2,000 years later, God still works in similar ways. He calls each one of us individually through the relationships of other people or through the wonders of nature. By this calling, he leads us to his word where there we encounter him. And for those who believe, for those who respond to this call by faith, the journey doesn't end in God's word, but instead it just begins. Unlike the wise men, we don't lay our gifts at the foot of our king and then travel back to our homeland. We don't travel back to our old life. Instead, in baptism, we present ourselves as gifts to him because we have no gifts worthy of that king. So it's just ourselves that we present, sinful and unclean. We lay ourselves at the feet of Jesus as an offering, not one of worthiness, but one of unworthiness. We offer ourselves not for his benefit, but for ours. We're not the givers of any gift, but we're the receivers of the gift we receive. And what we receive is life-altering. He accepts us just as we are, and then he washes us with his own blood, that sacrificial blood that he poured out on the cross. And he puts to death our old life, And he raises up our new. And he makes us clean. And he makes us blameless. And he makes us fitting to be presented as a gift to our Father. See, we have been called by him. We have been led to his word by him. We've been encountered We have encountered him. The Holy Spirit, it has worked in our hearts, and it has led us to our baptism, where we have been washed clean and made holy. But our journey doesn't end at the baptismal font. Our journey has only just begun, for he continues to call us to himself. See, the wise men had a a single star, a a single experience, a single call. 
their journey ended when they met God face to face a single time. But we meet God every time we hear his word or read his word. And in those times, we do come face to face to hear him, to invite him to work in our hearts. And he calls us to his table where we encounter him through his body and his blood and where we experience the grace of his forgiveness. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. The star rose. The wise men followed it in search of their king. They knew not where he was, but in faith they trusted that the sign of God that God provided would lead them to him. And 33 years later, the Son of God rose from the grave, and we now follow him. We no longer ask, where is he? Because we know where he can be found in his word, and in his sacraments. We no longer search for him because he has already found us, already saved us, and promised us everlasting life. And so let us always follow. Please pray with me. Almighty God, through the death of your Son, you have destroyed sin and death, and through his resurrection, you have restored innocence and eternal life. We who are delivered from the power of the devil may live in your kingdom. Give us grace that we may believe this with our whole heart. Enable us always to steadfastly praise and thank you in this faith. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.